leave your microtransactions, your stream gaming service, and your cell phone games at the door because we're here to talk retro game, modern games, and keep gaming pure. I'm Hollywood Cole, the gentleman gamer. What's up? Clear Fire, the bad gamer dad. Not much, man. Just chilling and then... <laughs> Then, then, then listening to this new intro here and That's listening what it is. To, the, to, to the hate that you're throwing at the uh, cell phone games, man. They, they, they're uh, not that all was the, bad. That, oh, oh my gosh. You're out. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> the cell phone game is the genesis of the microtransaction and hate of all the games that it has spewed over to, uh, to our modern, beautiful hobby here. Um, but the, but the new the new intro, you know, I thought about this, and we did an ad on Facebook a while back. It's all about keep gaming pure, and that's what we really do. That's what we're passionate about. But if you just kind of tune in the podcast, you really wouldn't really know that unless you just listen to the whole thing. So we need to have something in our intro that tells people what it's about. So that's what uh, that's what I'm going to do. Something similar to that every time. But that's what we're about, man. Keep it Not pure. Not a good intro. I'm all good all with the that way. one. We're all the way from the Nintendo days here. We've seen it, uh, the rebirth, the phoenix rising from the ashes in the 80s to where it is now. It's funny that you say phoenix rising from the ashes because I just recently got the phoenix on my little mobile game that you know you hate so much. Oh my gosh. See, this is what I'm talking about. Well, at least one of us is trying to keep it pure. No, I don't know anything about that game. But, uh, but uh, today... We are going to jump into something that's hot in the news, uh, big on our minds, most anticipated game of the year, Cyberpunk 2077. We both own a copy. I got it on PS4, and I have the original PS4, no pro. Clear has the PS5, hooked it up, played it on that. <clears throat> and we just did, uh, if you listened to our previous podcast, Coach RX had his on the PC and we just got just a touch of how his experience was. I didn't want to talk about it too much because I knew we would be talking about it tonight, but we will definitely have him back on and have him, uh, we'll share experience there. It wouldn't be surprised me if we talk about this game for the near future as the updates keep rolling in. But anyway, a lot of bad press in the news. So let's talk a little bit first about the company itself before we get into the game. Okay. Yeah. Cause I got a new piece of news that came out. So just want to Hadn't, okay. I hadn't told you that out. It literally has dropped like in the past like 25, 30 minutes. So CD, oh, this is going to be good then. CD Projekt Red, favorite publisher, published uh, Witcher 3 Polish, uh, from Poland, published Witcher uh, 1 first on PC only. This is important. PC for Witcher 2, I believe, uh, but it did go to Xbox 360. And, and I don't know which one was the port. I honestly don't. So sorry about that. Witcher 3 was on everything as well. Beautiful game. I mean, just unbelievable game. Came out in 2015, Witcher 3. Okay. Guess what happened in 2018? CD Projekt Red went public. So publicly oh. owned company. And now we have Cyberpunk that just dropped. And glitches galore, crashes, bad graphics on the original, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But a point to that I want to add, because you're talking about, you know, they went public in 2018. They announced this game back in, what, 2013 or something like that? You see it. I don't know. You know, they, I don't they, think it's that far it, back. It, 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 it's something Before pretty far back. Before Witcher? It's, 
they they announced uh, they announced this one because I want to say that they've been working on this one eight to ten years. Oh yeah, they did. They were working on it for a long and time. So, so it's like the 2012 or 2013 time frame that they quasi announced it, saying that they're working on it, a new game coming. So, I mean, you can kind of look at that. And I mean, that maybe going public is what's caused some of these issues we're going to talk about. Absolutely, man. And we'll we just remember that. I wanted to start with that because that's what's going to probably come up again. So, what was your news about it? What was the new news? Is so it the gameplay news, or? Hey, this is actually quite a big <clears throat> deal. So, Sony has taken Cyberpunk 2077 off the PlayStation Store as of probably about close to about an hour ago. I mean, wow. literally hour ago as in... So, this is December 17th. December 17th, about 8.35 p.m. Central Standard Time. And they took it off the market about an hour-ish ago. It might have been longer than that, but that's when the news started hitting. And they are now doing a full refund for anybody that's on the PS4 that bought it digitally through the store. You can no longer buy it digitally through the PlayStation Store anymore. They've taken it completely off there. And they are doing a refund, and it's going to be based on your financial institution, how quick you get your money back. But they're refunding everybody their money back on that. Just, yeah, and they just doing took a it blanket off. blanket refund. Yeah, Sounds like they were just refund. having to do so many refunds that they just mm-hmm. said, we're not even going to deal with this anymore. Well, I mean, the kicker to that, too, is those CG, CD Projekt Red actually told people that bought it digitally to go back to the company's PlayStation, Microsoft, and ask for your money back. You know, they even said that. So it's it created this, and this is what it's boiled down to now is this piece of news, which is actually pretty big because I can't even think of another game that they've ever done that no, to. No, I can't either. Um, no Man's Sky is one of the ones that come into my head about not living up to expectations, and they didn't do that to that game. And that game is pretty pretty nice now you know after all of the updates and everything they did to it it's taken a while to get to a good game but they didn't take it off the store so this is a big deal like you know a call of duty um cold war i don't know if y'all mentioned this on the podcast last night when i recorded and i'm sorry i wasn't in there because i do have this bit of tidbit it was shutting down systems i don't know if y'all mentioned that at all or not no, we because didn't. no because it call of duty cold war was actually shutting down systems making systems reboot playstation 4 xbox all of those making them reboot they never pulled that game off and it Cyberpunk was ps5s been, i think a couple of it, them it it, it, it will be it, it, it can break a ps5 a cold war can break a PS5, it's more breaking Xbox Series X's. That's why I haven't touched it on the Series X, because I don't want to risk that. Um, but you're looking at major issues with that game, and they that game's still on all their stores digitally. Yeah. Cyberpunk hasn't been doing that. It's just terrible glitches, terrible refresh frame rates, that kind of stuff. And there's been a few instances of crashes, because the game literally just crashes, but it's right. not shutting the system down. So to me, this is a big deal that Sony actually took the move of taking it off the PlayStation Store and just doing blanket refunds for anybody that bought it digitally. That's a big deal. Yeah, that is a big deal. Wow. Like you said, I can't think of any game that's ever done that. And the only reason I could think of it is like, you're just taking too much manpower for us to have to give these refunds back. We're taking it off digitally. Because if you buy it physically, then you have to deal with GameStop or whoever. It has nothing to do with the PlayStation or Xbox or whatever. So... I will... Let's let's start it this way. And this is... uh, uh, Coach did bring this up last night. It looks like... 
it seems like CD Projekt Red created a PC game and tried to port it to last-gen systems. That's exactly what the game plays like. Because on PC, it's fine. And it's fine on PS5. I hadn't had a single issue on PS5. So I don't know if that's the true case on that. Um, Well, based on their previous games is really what... Because they're PC developers. Right, so... but anyway, I don't I don't know the truth of it either. I don't know but. if that's one I don't know if that's the true case on that because of the way they did it. Because really they're only saying that the issues come up with the PS4 original console, not the PS4 Pro, although there are issues on the PS4 Pro and the original Xbox One, not the Series X. Although there are issues on the series I'm not I'm not the Series X, the One X. I'm sorry, Xbox naming convention's horrible. <laughs> and I'll always say that, even though I have an Xbox Series X and so love it. I, I just hate the naming convention and, and you're going to hear hear me say that a thousand times because I can never say them straight and I have to go back and so fix ridiculous. it. But, you know, I, I, the way that they developed it, they developed it and they were developing it for, if you want to count it, they're developing it for PS4, PS4 Pro. That's two consoles. That's not one, it's two consoles because it's different. They have different specs, different power to them. Xbox One S and the Xbox one x that's four consoles now you throw in the ps5 and the uh xbox series x that's six consoles the um pc that's seven and they also developed it for stadia that's eight eight consoles that they were trying to develop it for that to me is you're overshooting your mark big time you're over expanding yourself because those are eight different types of of games, basically, you're even though it's the same game, you're having to recode it to make it work better on those and be optimal for those. And in doing that, you, you're going to leave something behind. And they even admitted it in a thing that they basically left the PS4 and the Xbox One versions just behind because they were like, "Oh, it'll be fine. It'll be no problem." And they didn't ever show any of those issues that they were having. They've even already admitted to having those issues in development and never working it out that the PS4 and the Xbox One were the last versions that they troubleshooted for bugs and they literally did that like the last week of, you know, before they released which was what? They released what last week? The game. Yes, yeah, 10. And so so basically the first week of December is they were still working on the bugs for the PS4 and just starting on them about basically what they were saying. I mean, that tells you right there that they didn't even care about it. And that to me that shows that the developer didn't put enough time into the game thinking, "Oh, you know what? This is actually a PS4 Xbox One gen game, not a PS5 gen game, because we don't even have the PS5 version. We don't even have the Xbox Series X version. We're playing the PS4 and the Xbox One versions on the new gen consoles. Yeah, so, if it has PS4 why? on the box, it needs to be optimized for PS4 or whatever. Exactly. And they so should have taken. They should have optimized it for those games first, yeah, yeah. and then and then worried about the new gen consoles. If they were worried about the new gen consoles, then why didn't they just release it on the PS5 exactly. and the Xbox Series X? They made a major major fall, and their stock value has plummeted because of it. I mean, they've lost close to a. No, I don't even remember. I'll have to look it up here in a second. But I they've looked lost it up. Like stupid money. It's like, is it close to a billion dollars they've lost? I don't know how much they lost, but it was um, a lot of the stock was, I would quote, artificially raised because everybody knew Cyberpunk was coming out, so they started buying it. Right, the company did value did not go up when they were buying it. 
but then Cyberpunk didn't do well. Everybody sold off, and it it dropped it from like forty to twenty, so like half of the value, something like that, um, per share. But uh, yeah, they lost over one billion dollars in value after Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven launch. Yeah, dude, so, so I mean that's uh, bad. Yeah, and so, but like you said, you when Breath of the Wild came out, um, it was originally created for the Wii U. And then they said, hey, well, the Switch is coming out, so we'll put it on the Switch. And so you could have the option to buy the Wii U version or the Switch version. So I said, well, I'm going to buy the Wii U version. That's the console it was originally designed for, like you were saying. And I did, and it's it's fine. It played perfectly well. And so the same idea here, uh, I would think, was PS4 game. Um, they should have just waited, like you said. But uh, they didn't, and it damaged their reputation. Now, when a CD Projekt Red game comes out, you have to wait for it. And they, you know, they didn't show the PS4 version or the Xbox uh, One version at, you know, any of these shows or to the journalists and stuff like that. And that's what, you know, you you touted it as a PS4 game, right? It, to and me, so, you're lying at that point. That's what's so bad about it. It's okay to have a game that hey, we didn't have time. And the reason we didn't have time is because, again, we went public, and now we have to please the stockholders. We have to show that we're making money. And the the chairman are like, get us out of here. Just, uh, get this game out. Let's uh, start making money on it. You can't keep delaying this game. And that's what happens. When if, it's their, if it's their company, they can delay as long as they want to, and they probably would have just delayed and said, look, we're just going to be a PS5 game, guys. We'll have it out next year. Sorry for the delay. Everybody would have been mad, but... As soon as the game comes out, you'd have been happy again. I would have been fine with another delay. My thing is, is why are you releasing a game? You know, it, to me, it's okay to release a game with bugs. That's gonna happen because you're gonna miss something. There's something you're gonna miss when you're when you're doing that. You can't catch every bug. But to release a game that isn't rendering the graphics that you're buying the game for the graphics because it's supposed to be a beautiful game then why are you releasing that, you know? I mean, I've seen yeah. a few little graphical issues on the PS5, but I think that after the update that just recently pushed out, I don't have any more of those. But why? I mean, it's just, I'm baffled by what their decision decision was other than the fact that they have investors saying, well, you got to get this game out now. You've been talking about it for eight years. That's you better why. get it out, you know? And they... um and look, we're already going to make like Cloach was bringing it up again, and I hate to keep bringing this, but he, you know, brought up, uh, you know, the reserving the game pre-order. He said, well, guys, release the game because we're already up. If if only seventy five percent of the pre-orders buy the game, we're still going to make a hundred million dollars. So let's go ahead and get it out. You know, that kind of attitude uh, could have been the thing. But um, the PS four version, they have they made it grainy as a default setting <laughs> and it's like why are you making it grainy oh because you're trying to hide the and it's hard to see it's blurry and i was like I, I don't is this what's going on i took the grain off and it makes it a little bit clearer and they did do that update they did a 30 gig update on launch day and then they did another 15 like an, a week yeah. later and i can't honestly tell if it made it better or i'm just getting used to it but the trick on the ps4 is when you go to a mission or a side mission you have to uh, pull up, you know, 50 meters short and just wait for, you know, 20 seconds, 15 seconds until the graphics catch up with you. Uh, I've had the game crash three times. I play it every night. I've got 30 something. I'm probably 40 hours into it, dude. I played it every night since I've had it. <laughs> and um, 
So it's crashed only three times. I know that Revelation has his on the PS5. His has crashed once. Um, but Stadia supposedly runs at the best. I mean, they, they got optimal hardware uh, that you're just streaming onto. But uh, the, the, gra- the PC game is supposed to be fine, too. But you can look at the graphical differences and the PlayStation 5 is a noticeable so the so the PlayStation 5 graphics update the one that's coming out is not is a year away but just the way that it is now the PS5 is a noticeable difference from the PS4 PS4 Huge Pro difference. PS4 Pro is just a touch different i mean it's not really that much better uh, and so it's the same way for the Xbox One X you can go look online and see the differences um and just have them side by side, but uh, but the uh, the biggest difference is the PC and PS4. But um, and, and I'm hoping that I'm going to get a copy of the Xbox Series X version because they say out of the consoles, the Series X version is the best. And so I want to get it and I want to compare it and have videos up for y'all to make your decision from an H and K standpoint. And then too, just to add to just one little small point, I hate to go back. I'm sorry about going back, but I wanted to get this in there too about pre-orders. Um, CD Projekt Red had one of the biggest pre-orders ever for a game, and there was 8 million copies of Cyberpunk pre-ordered, which totaled out to be about $480 million. So basically, they yeah. were sitting on $480 million. Well, plus minus the cost to make it. But, um, you know, so that's why I just kind of guesstimated $100 million. But whatever it is, it's most likely a profit, right? Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, why would why would we delay it again? But anyway, they're going to make it good. I do believe that eventually they got another they got another uh, update coming Monday, I believe, and then mm-hmm. they're going to take a break for Christmas, and then they're going to just constantly work on it. And I mean, give it a year, it'll be fine. I mean, when PS Five, everybody gets their PS Five and they upload the new graphic thing on there. I mean, hopefully it'll be good. I mean. I don't know. They, well, I mean, I mean, take take No Man's Sky for instance. Like I you said earlier, you know, when it came out, it was trash. It was not anything of what they said it was going to be. And now it is like been an extremely popular game to play. After they did the um, updates and everything to it and the revamping of it, it's a pretty awesome game. And I'm, I'm wanting to go back to it because of you know you've got all of the the things in it that they said they were going to have and more. Now it's it's a really nice game. So I'm hoping that. CD Projekt Red takes their time and adds the updates that they need to. And like Hollywood was saying, they do have an update coming, uh, what, next week, I think? Yeah. And then they have one coming a out. A couple days. Um, they said, said in January they're going to release one, and in February they're going to release one. So they got three updates already planned for it. So, guys, just hang in with it. it, it they're probably going to be able to fix it and make it a better game because from what I played they so will. far, it, it's nice. So Yeah, and so now let's talk about some of the good stuff. Yes. Uh, dude, this is... I love this game, though, man. I mean, it, I like even it with lot, the bugs... I am not very far. I'm not very far into it because I just hadn't had time because I've had all kinds of crazy life stuff. But, you know, you know me, Clearfire's got the crazy life, so... But... <laughs> <laughs> that Vita Loca. <laughs> Living the Vita Loca, as Ricky Martin would say. <laughs> it, but, yeah, I mean, it's... Even with the bugs, because there's one time in the game that I was playing, and Jackie, it, it, this is, Jackie's so no spoilers, guns were, but were just floating in the air. I'm not yeah, just, mine was just too, floating in the that. air. You yeah, know, that's hilarious to me. You know, it's just floating in the midair. I like turn the corner. I'm like, 
what are your guns doing over there? And he's walking with a pair of guns in his hand, and the guns are fl- the guns that he had were floating in the air. And so it's just been funny. I've had funny little glitches like that. So I had a motorcycle, and I drove up earlier today, actually. I drove into a uh, one of these organized crime side quests, and I was like, okay, it's where I got to go, and I'm just following the dotted line, and it hadn't loaded yet. And as it's loading... It loads up, and I've like run over a bunch of bad guys. I'm like, oh, it's right there. And I gotta, gotta, gotta get out of there before they kill me. Off. But it's, uh, I've, you just have to stop and and yeah. wait. But, I will uh, say, I will say that um, when you bring up motorcycles, I have heard people saying that they're having more crashes and issues when they're on the motorcycle. So probably driving really fast through, exactly. through the, the board is probably jacking jacking people up too. And it's funny when Hollywood says that you know he basically has to stop and wait. He basically now has loading screens. That's basically yeah. what he is doing is giving himself an artificial loading screen because it's having to take time for the system to, to, to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, um, and so let's talk about, uh, so the quit. So no, no spoilers. I'm not going to talk about any of the story, but the quests are working, uh, 99%. And so the quest themselves will not break so far. I mean, I'm in act two. Um, and Act 2 did seem to have a little bit more bugs at first because there's just a ton of quests that roll in. Your phone blows up, okay? Um, Act 1 was fine, but uh, there's fixers that... Those are the, basically the guys that give you the, the, the jobs, and it is just like uh, Shadow Run. They were called Gunners, or what were they called? I can't remember what they were I, I called. But, but anyway, uh, it's been only been 30 years or so. But uh, Only 30. <laughs> but it was the uh, same type of thing. And so when you pull up on a, you'll see, pull up the map and you'll see a little exclamation point. So, okay, there's a quest there. You drive up to it and then you'll get a cell phone call. And that'll be the intro to the quest. Okay. So we'll call this quest, Quest A. You'll have the qu- intro to Quest A. You finish the quest, you have the outro to Quest A. The phone will ring again. You'll get paid. You'll get your experience. All right, what happened to me and it happened to a few people I saw online, eventually you got the intro to Quest A, finished, or Quest B, finished Quest B, no, no outro. All right, so then you go to another quest so that for the intro for Quest C, you get a phone call, and it's the outro from Quest B. <laughs> but the but the quest goes on fine. You know, you have That's to like start, funny. you know, the phone calls are like back behind one, but you still get all your awards. This quest still works fine. But, you know, you've got these escort quests and stuff like that. And the surprising thing, they follow you properly. I mean, I would think for sure that would be the most broken thing. You know, these type of, you know, the, the AI in there. But it's actually pretty good. Yeah, right now, the main thing that is, you know, you're talking about that. The main thing that I've seen so far that's been jacked up is more just the rendering of the graphics, not yeah. so much the AI. So from, from what I've well, I take that back because when you get in crowds, some of the people act really retarded and crazy and everything and you see them do some goofy stuff but for the npcs that are directly in contact with you it seems like that's pretty tight yeah and there is one um there is one scene again not giving it away but uh you'll be it's like you're in a it's a story scene so it's um kind of closer up and you're in a car and you're driving and then you're kind of shooting stuff off the car almost unplayable on ps4 you you can play it but you're you're you got your gun won't load like and literally like load the graphics won't you'll have the gun you'll shoot but numbers won't come off and you're like i guess i'm hitting them and it's just it's just terrible on ps4 it's like you play it and you can finish it but it is just complete garbage and it's like man this is would never pass anything 
but uh, that's the transition. Um, well, I don't want to tell you because I don't want to get any of the way. But um, but the story itself, I will say, is really good so far. I love the story. I love doing the story missions. You'll do a bunch of side quests and you get back on the story. It is so rich. And you get real. So, so far, I've only played it through. You know, I hadn't played the game through, but I've only played like, for, you know, whatever story line once through, but you get multiple options. And I don't know what really changes as you do it, but they're pretty different options. And depending on, you know, how strong your guy is, money and power are the key to this game. And again, you get more options, kind of like in real life. It's really cool that way. And, you know, you can make more bold decisions when you know your guy's like super powerful. And that's really cool. So, so in character creation, one, uh, one, uh, it, it's bittersweet to me because I'm a little disappointed in it because of it got hyped up with a lot of you had a lot of options, and when you really get in there, you don't have as many options as you'd think you'd have. They're pretty. It's a pretty standard character creation. I spent more time car- creating a character in Skyrim than I did in this. Yeah. Yeah. Although I did have fun creating character, don't get me wrong. I love that. That's one of my favorite parts of most any games is when I get to create yeah. create a character. I love. So I'll spend. I can spend hours on doing it's that. Never, yeah, no. it's like, <laughs> Always like yeah. you get you get me into a wrestling game where I get to create my own character. I'm going to spend at least three, if not six to eight hours building him, putting move sets in, and all that. That's the kind of stuff. Then you so got to make I, the name. That takes a long time. Oh for gosh, me. name it's never takes, perfect. The name is the name's got to be perfect every time. <laughs> and so. Um, so for for me and this one, when I can create a character in twenty minutes, it, it just lets me down a little bit, you know. And it create a fun looking character in my opinion, but I think I think they went a little too frivolous on the extras. And if and if you know what I mean there, and if you've played Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven or know about it and know about the character your creations, you, you can create yeah. and do certain parts of your person that are more detailed than other games yeah you can do it and, and it has no point to you that's the problem right there yeah i don't i don't understand why you know you, you gotta step it up oh we're cd project red and they're only creation you can do this and so i haven't found a point into it yet and that was kind of gonna be my thing too man like i don't i, I just turned mine off i didn't even mess with it and so i did like look and see let's see what it what they're doing here um, but I turned off, I turned off nudity. And so what happens is when you, when you're, uh, in the game, when you pull up your inventory, you'll see your, your character model, you know, from a third person, he's facing you. And, uh, when you change pants, it kind of flickers, like your, your pants go off and then a new pants model goes on. And then I'm assuming that's when you would see, like I said, mine's off and it looks like it did when I, when I turned it off on the creation screen. So I'm assuming that's when you would see whatever you wanted to do. Which is just kind of, you know, one of those things. It was a pointless addition. Like, why put it in there? Just, I mean, you, you, it, literally, I felt like they just put it in there just to put it in there. They and did. it's like, why? I feel it's like, like it's too. a completely pointless piece to it. And that that, that kind of upset me just a little bit. Because it's like, yeah, I get it. You want to be edgy, but this doesn't make any sense. And two, if you read any of the stuff, there's been a big glitch about that. If you oh, yeah, select a it. certain size, then it never stays in your pants. That's all I can say because that's, that's basically oh, what happens. And that's what they said. I know, you know it's hard to beat around the bush on this. You know, we want to keep this the... as, as clean as possible. But, you know, that's basically the, the gist of that part. Of Same it. way for the female breasts. 
they go through the shirt sometimes. <laughs> and everybody's like, well, I hope I get that glitch in my game. <laughs> See, everybody's posting these comments. But, uh, you know, it, it serves no purpose, but it's um, it's cool. But uh, And um, so speaking of creation... As as uh, let's go keep going into the builds, man. Did you? Uh, what yeah, that's level? what my next step was. Was I was going to ask you? Yeah, let's. Uh, so my build is so they so they got body. You can build your body. So yeah, there's like okay. This is not much of it. This is a this isn't really a spoiler. I honestly don't know, but they got five different uh, perks: body, uh, reflex, and uh, tech. Intel and cool. Cool is like stealth. Intel is like mana, which is your tech. Uh, body is your, you know, health and strength. Reflex is your gun, you know, your your uh, gun hand skills. And tech is for tech weapons and bombs and crafting. And now, well, I won't, I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. I think there's more to it than that. Don't tell if you're looking at something online. I think so you're looking at something online. Don't say anything. Yeah, I'm about. looking at something. I'm not looking at anything that that would do that. I'm trying to find one that tells me the the stats like you were talking about, so I can try to remember what I did. Okay, and so I I did a little bit. So you can kind of put three or four, uh, in each. You know, you can kind of do your base build when you start. And I wanted to do the tech, the hack guy. And before we start that, you could. There's three different. Uh, people you can choose from that just impacts yeah. your first hour or so of the game i went with the corpo the guy that was a big <laughs> businessman that fell from grace or whatever got kicked out then there's the street kid of course that grew up on the street super hustler then there's the nomad which is a new social class that basically lives out in the in the trailer parks and travels all the time yeah, we, we, we should have we should have talked about our uh, design a little bit beforehand because uh, I went core pro as well. Oh yeah, well good yeah. man, that's a fun one. So, well, I'm gonna do core pro, and then if I if if I get, end up getting the one for the Xbox Series X, I'm probably gonna do, yeah, do it different. Um, I'm, I'm probably gonna do. I don't know because you know, like we talked about with this game so far, it's all about status and everything, yeah. and it seems that that plays a big part of it. Um, I kind of think I might go street kid on it. Yeah, that probably my next one as well. The Nomad just it, doesn't seem to interest me that much. It really doesn't. Like, I wanted to. I really wanted it to interest me because I like that kind of loner style sometimes. But when I when I started digging into the game and realizing that if I pick that, it's going to make the game probably not move as fast as I'd want it to. And so I think I might stay away from that one. Yeah, the so. idea for the Corpo was that, hey, I'm going to be dealing with a bunch of CEOs and a big business greed and all this kind of stuff. I want to know, might know somebody at the top, might know how things work. And there's a lot of choices that I've made that, that it'll tell you when you make the choice, it'll say corpo like this. The reason you're able to make this choice is because you're a corpo. Mm -hmm. And so you can kind of get some cool dialogue choices and and possibly influence certain things. I kind of, um, and for my build, I kind of went, I guess I kind of went neutral because I kind of like to spread mine around a little bit at the beginning until I get a feel for the you know yeah. feel for the character and feel for the way that goes. And I think what I might end up leaning toward is cool 
and intelligence because to me that's kind of what i that's kind of what i i want to do in this game i don't want to be a brute force kind of thing and i probably went and going a little bit into the tech and not too much into the body i mean even though it does add health because when i saw that i was like hey that's a that's a plus right there you know you yeah. can add you know when you can add health points that's a good thing but you know when you're looking at how this game is kind of growing it, to me it feels like and I, this is just more me and it, it might be different for anybody else but it feels like if you've got that kind of cool especially with the core pro kind of thing kind of yeah. fits it you know that's right. what i feel, feel like because you know, sli- yeah you got the slick you know suit that you start in because you know that's just you know you're the big core pro guy or whatever and it just to me it felt like that fit and so yeah it, that's that's exactly what i went to and i will tell you this like i've decked out my Intel, so you can put up to 20 points in each, and then each one of these little stats have multiple trees. Uh, Intel will have like a breach, uh, essentially a breach. There's so much to this. A breach or a quick hack, which is two different ways to attack. Breach is more sneaking around and breaking into cameras and and turrets and stuff like that. Uh, Data ports that you can get money from uh, quick hacks is more like offensive magic. You can think of Intel like mana that's I've heard over and over, but, and it's just like that. So anyway, I tricked my guy out that way and, and body this, this does impact what you can and can't equip. It impacts your cyberware installs, what you can and can't install and cool mm-hmm. is your stealth guy, which I really liked So it kind of goes hand in hand. Uh, but just today I was saving it for like a boss and I had to do just a regular side job and there was a massive boss, dude. And I was laying into him. And I was like not doing any damage to him hardly. But I hit that, all those hacks that I had, quick hacks, mm-hmm. and fried this dude so fast. Yeah. And so that was the specialty that I needed for that guy. You, it's more difficult if you didn't have that. You could still kill him. It would just take a lot of strategy and a little bit more time. But it fried this dude so fast. I'm talking about my normal damage is, you know, three, four hundred. I got a sniper rifle that does 4,000 damage, but this guy was like a, uh, was, uh, like a mech and I hit him with like one of these overload sensor deals and it fried him for like 12,000 and kept frying him. Oh, it just kept, it was awesome. And so I put a lot of perks and all this kind of stuff and it was just perfect for that, which was so fun. Um, but, uh. I really think that's where the fun of this game is going to come from because it gives, a, it gives a different twist on it because how many games have we played that has this kind of like hacking and this, you know, kind of the cyber feel, the tech feel. I know it's called cyberpunk, but just that whole techie feel to it, you know, and to me, I'm starting to eat that up because, you know, me being a tech, you know, being a tech person, it's like, oh man, this is going to be fun because you get to go that. And that's kind of why I'm gearing myself towards that angle because it's like, well, you know, a lot of things I've seen of this game is, you know, people have these body modifications. I mean, the character that you saw that uh, uh, Keanu Reeves plays, you know, Johnny Silverhand, big old tech arm. You know, eventually you know that hacking is going to come into play there somehow because you got a mechanical arm. You can hack that somehow. So, I mean, that was my thought pattern in it. And it just, it seems like it just it's just a different play style to me so far in this game versus some other ones. Yeah, it's... um. We do got to talk about this real quick before we get too far ahead while we're talking about the story and kind of why you chose what you did. 
the what comes with the game. Um, there's a book that comes with inside in it. You know, several a map, all the stuff that says stickers, stuff That's like that. Say, and stickers. Don't forget the stickers. <laughs> no. And so if you, you can read, and it, it'll tell you the history. Like you know, in the year 2020, this happened all the way up to here. Here's what cyberpunks are. Here's a different gangs affiliation. I actually got to read that. You know, it's just so great to be able to take that back as a kid. You know, when we used to get these books, especially if the game's downloading, you know, like, hey, let's just mm-hmm. read and get pumped about the game and learn. And it actually could help us as we go into the game. And it does. It's really cool. Yeah, I love you that because you, you it just built hype for the game while you're downloading it because everybody knows this game takes forever to download. Even if <laughs> yeah. even on high speed internet, it still still is taking some stupid times to download. It's kind of going back to the old, you know, Windows 95 days and when you're downloading something, it says it takes 99 days, 999 hours, you know, that crazy thing yeah. or whatever. <laughs> it kind of felt the, like that with this. The modem's but, busy. I can't dial into it to make people. I know. <laughs> but, uh, and, but it just, you know, having that book was really nice. And yeah, I mean, that's what I like too, is when you, looking through it and reading the different gangs and seeing all of that different, you know, the whole kind of like a a, a prequel or a pre-story to, to Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. And did you get the uh, Samurai Medal for the pre-order or whatever? No, I didn't. I picked mine up at, um, I got mine at Walmart, so it didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got like a Samurai Medal. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I saw it and a lot of people have, you know, shown it off and everything i thought it would look pretty cool yeah and at so, first at first when you showed it because like hollywood took oh, a yeah, picture, of, a it picture there, of it yeah. and he's got a picture of it on, on facebook and at first i didn't realize what it was and i was just because he said the time is nigh and i was like yeah it is and i took a picture of my, my, my cyberpunk game as i had it in the buggy at walmart and, uh, and then i was like it took me a second i was like Oh yeah, because that that day too, and it just so happened to be the day that I was uh, th- that I was sick, and I uh, just you know I, I walked into Walmart, and this was right after I found out that I was COVID negative. By the way, yes, I had to have a COVID test last week, and so <laughs> this, so I was, one? this third one that was my third COVID <laughs> test. I, I've, I've, I've had three COVID tests so far, and all three of them have been negative. Yeah, was, <laughs> I've gotten kind of lucky and dodged that bullet there, but you know, I, hopefully my I won't I won't have to worry about that. Much much longer uh, yeah <laughs> well um yeah like i said this the the backgrounds there the the gameplay and you take like a scan with a grain of salt with the bugs is there the, it, the the driving was a little wonky uh the shooting at first was a little tough but yeah you get used to it so the, so the thing that i kind of thought so i put my game you can pick easy normal hard very hard i put it on hard and it's, I can blast through it pretty easy. I'm thinking about moving it to very hard, but um, I don't know if it gives you more experience or whatever, but um, some of these games do. But uh, at first... From, from what I understand on the settings, it's just basically a, a difficulty, no extra XP or okay, anything. Yeah. You're, just, you're just fighting tougher enemies. I don't even the think there's levels. an achievement or anything for it. It's just kind of nah. whatever you want. Yeah. And so you don't normal would be just a little bit too easy. I mean, I just figured I'd get bored I'm, with it. I'm playing mine on normal, and that's more or less just for the fact that I know I'm not going to get to pick up mine every single day. Yeah, and so um, the thing that I remember about this is when it kind of drops you off into the world for the first time, it's like, go. And I was getting slayed man and i'm like dude this is gonna be difficult i gotta i finished one mission i was like oh it's a finished mission but it's on hard so you know this is what i played it on hard for so i can get more joy out of using a strategy and kind of solving this issue and um but you 
you owe money to somebody at the beginning. And uh, I was trying to make up that debt. And it's a lot. It's a significant debt. And then I was like, I just have to pay him back later. I got to buy stuff so I can survive. And so I went to the clothing store, bought clothes. I hadn't bought a weapon yet. I just bought all clothes, hacks, stuff like that, cyberware. And now I'm slaying. So just you have to, you don't think the game's going to kind of hold your hand through it. It's pretty open world at first. And you can get good stuff and make it easy, but uh, that's going to be on you. It doesn't really tell you. You know, hey, go. It'll say stop by. Maybe say say stop by a go, uh, clothing store or something. But I just kind of blasted through it. And there's these little. Uh, did you want anything say anything about that part of it? No, by the I was way, just, just going to say. I was just basically going to say you you've got to be careful on the strategy that you pick, and you have to pick and choose your own strategy. It's not you know like Hollywood said. It's not going to say, oh, go here to do this and go here to do that and whatnot. You 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 got to. It, it, I like that because it's it's. You know, you get to basically navigate the world on your own like you would anyway in a real world setting, but it's it's it can be tough if you're not careful. Yeah, they uh ton of stuff, ton of loot, same color, blue is rare, green is common or uncommon, uh purple's epic, etc. etc. And legendary's orange, and uh it'll tell you what what color loot the is on whatever you're about to loot too, which is I do like that. Like if you got something, is it orange loot on a body? You're like, well, I better go get that, right? So that kind of stuff. I like that because if it's just white, you're like, I don't, whatever, I'm not going to worry about it. That's just common stuff. And so, of course, you can break down your items and break down all that to get crafting supplies and all that. You can go down that tree. I think I'm going to do a tech guide next. If I'm next play when I get the PS5 and do that whole, when I load it up, start from scratch, do tech or something. It's pretty cool. These tech weapons are sick. And if you can strengthen those even more, I mean, it uh, could be brutal. And the tech weapons go through walls and everything. It's just it's silly. And so, um, but a ton of junk everywhere that you can pick up. Um, not as bad as Borderlands 3 for all that is hopeful. <laughs> the love of all that's holy. Yeah, I couldn't even deal 3, with Borderlands God. 3, dude. Too it's much. Too, it's, they put too much loot in it. I mean, and it's not even, there's too much gun loot, but there's not even, there's too much, all the other too, extra too crap. Tra- there's too much trash yeah. loot. I mean, yeah. it literally, like, you would have one or two good guns out of a big boss drop in Borderlands 3, and then just tons of trash loot. Which, the bad thing is, is you got to pick up the trash loot so you can make some money. I mean, it's just... Yeah. Well, just even walking it, through... Uh, an area in, in Borderlands 3 you're like oh mm-hmm. I gotta loot all these little chests here I know there's nothing good in there but I just feel all like all the I random chests I mean there's so many of yeah, them in Borderlands 3 so it's ridiculous so this is similar I've kind of stopped picking up stuff um, and they have these little so the way that it works is your guy has a little in, in the future your little chip like a little USB essentially it's not a USB but it's more like an SD card you probably say slide it into the back behind your ear and then you can get information that way and they have all these little chips around that just feed to the story, that flesh out the story, flesh oh, out so the world. Yeah, and so I started reading them at first, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, dude, there's so yeah. many. I got I'm not even going to read all these. It's yeah, just so I, like, many I'm not reading them. So when you when run you, through when you run run through one small room and there's like ten of them in one small room, yeah. you're just like, oh no no no. Yeah, it's I'm not just, gonna sit here too and much. read too much. It's like you know you push or as soon as you pick it up, it'll say push left to read, and it's like no. I have to it's, laugh. It's 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 like Destiny in that in that aspect with the Grimoire, where you, the entire story is in the Grimoire. You got to go read this. Yeah, you know, the but grimoire. you can understand this story at least. But <laughs> yeah, at least you got a story that you can follow in this one. But it just it just made me think of that. It was just funny thought on that. Yeah, so um, 
it's uh i don't read those and um i kind of just pick up what i want and it's cool because it, you level up based on what you do so like i used to sneak around and break necks i level sneak up or cool up which is also adds to some uh, dialogue options and so i'm i've said why not now i need to level up intel or intelligence and so i would do hacks on people to try to to do it that way sometimes i go in blasting sometimes i don't but that's the fun. But I don't have anything in guns, and I'm doing fine with the guns, too. But they got melee weapons that will just slice you. I mean, it, they are brutal. If you can, if you, you can trick out a guy for melee, too. And, um, man, it'd be pretty bad. So yeah. there's one There's one in, uh, I think it's, I'm guessing I have, here. I might have to do a melee, a melee character next, just because, you know, the whole ninja hand combat kind of stuff that might be fun. Oh yeah, it could be definitely be fun. And there's a um, reflex, I believe it's in reflex where it do a strong attack with a melee weapon that does 100 percent damage. And if you got uh, plus 100 percent damage, and if you have you know stealth plus all your other stuff, I mean you're talking about hundreds of percent damage stupid, added onto that. Stupid damage at that point. It, that that's the silly that's the silly factor there. Yeah, just. <laughs> but. Um, but it, it's cool. I love the cyberware inputs and stuff. It makes it exactly like it's like a modern Shadow Run, and that's my favorite. It really game. is. I mean, it really is. I mean, uh, Shadow Run is not my favorite game. It is a fun game, and I do like it's it not my a favorite. lot. It's, it's my favorite. Yeah, I do like that game a lot. It's not my favorite. Yeah. Let me correct myself. <laughs> <laughs> One of my I favorites say, I, on Genesis. The favorite on Genesis. <laughs> say that. Not my favorite on Genesis by far, but definitely one of my uh, definitely a, definitely a great game. But yeah, it, does, it definitely does remind me. It's it's basically if you took Shadow Run and put it into now, it's kind of kind of this. I mean, I'm not gonna say it's the same. The same kind of world. Same kind of world and kind of same kind of concepts and ideas. Yeah, it definitely is. I didn't think about that until you you know you pointed it out here. Yeah, I love that cyberpunk uh, world, man. Um, but it's a good world. They did a great great job on world design. It just I wish they would have fixed the graphic rendering. Yeah, although the fact that the fact that the quest work pretty good. I've had one that I recorded it too, but uh, you had to unplug somebody from the cyber. This is a, this is a side quest. It wasn't even a main story, but unplug somebody from there. They couldn't unplug the, the the bad guys are all around her. They're waiting to kill this girl. Um, and when she gets out of her cyber sleep or whatever, because she's hooked up, she's jacked in. If you pull, her, if you unjack her, then she dies. So she has to come out a certain way. So they they're just going to wait. They they want to do something to her. I don't remember. But you go in there and uh, save her, and then you got to pick her up. And if you set her down, she would stand straight up, like just be sitting there looking like this. And sometimes she'd fall through the floor and go right back to where she was. And the car that she was supposed to get into was like halfway in the ground. And I was like, oh, now we're finding all these bad bugs. But that was the only one that really gave me fits. And I was almost at this point was like, okay, well, we're just going to have to turn the game off and wait a couple months until they get it, get it fixed up. But I've only I had, I mean, I mean, the really the only ones I've had is, you know, when I walked up to a car one time, the tires didn't render right really quickly. And so they kind of looked square and then all of a sudden, bam, they're like perfect and pristine, you know, so yeah. it, it, just that little thing there. And then, of course, I've had a lot of glitches with Jackie, but those are like, those have made me laugh it more than anything because it hadn't really messed up the game for me. You know, I've had yeah. Jackie walk through walls. I've had him, you know, walk through uh, lockers where they were basically lockers that would open and then he would walk through them and they all just fall open and fall apart. And, you know, it's just like <laughs> stuff everywhere is kind of funny. And I have had him walk through like if you go through an elevator, he um, will walk through the elevator before the doors are open. 
And so oh, wow. I've, I've, I've had a few of those, but I mean, I haven't had anything that's really been game breaking. They've been more really funny, kind of like the Skyrim ones where, um, uh, uh, British Redneck were talking about watching the, you know, the giants fly on the dragon's heads and whatnot and those kind of glitches yeah. like that. I've kind of had those kind of things like that. So it's not anything it's just game breaking, just kind of some silly ones make you laugh. Yeah, that's a good point. I haven't had any game breaking bugs yet either. Um, and so that's pretty amazing that, that it's like that. I mean, especially with all the bugs they have in it now. And it's like you said, it's just a lot of render bugs on PS4. And if you just wait, you can kind of, you can get around them that way. Once you get into the thing and it's loaded up, it's, it's fine. I mean, it's just, it's, you can play it just normal. Some of the stuff you can't pick up, I will say that, like uh, you'll see some white, uh, some little white item on the ground and you try to walk over and pick it up and it's just junk, but it sometimes it won't let you pick it up. You're like, okay, whatever, and just move on. But um, other than that, it's been fine. I will say this. I know we talked about uh, before the Keanu Reeves character and uh, what role is he going to play into the game and all this that we didn't know. And um, I will say this. He's not just a sh- show up and um, say hello type of role. It's The way they introduce him is really cool. I really like the way they introduced him. And the role is not what you expect it to be. It is a, it's a good role, but uh, it's not what you expect it to be. From what I understand, it's a it's a decent role in the game. So I'll, I'll leave yeah. it that because I don't want to have any spoilers. The game's you know pretty fresh, and we've done pretty good so far. Not having any spoilers. Yeah, we're not so going to spoil it. This I'm, is too I'm, good of a I'm game keep, to spoil. I'm, I'm gonna keep my keep, keep biting my tongue. Hopefully, here in the next month or so, we can actually sit down and do a, a more a, uh, I guess a cyberpunk. 2077 redo wherever we you know, actually talk about the story and get into it yeah i'm sure we'll talk about this a few times i mean um so well probably so because i mean it's 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 getting a lot of publicity whether negative or positive it's it's getting a lot of it and i think it's a it's it's a i guess this game can be a cautionary tale to other developers because i do know that i've seen a lot of things on other sites especially social media basically telling like rockstar hey guys we're we're sorry for rushing you and begging you where GTA 6 is. Take your time. We want it to come out perfect. You know, people saying that. So it's been kind of like that whole cautionary tale of get the game right before you put it out. Well, it's hilarious. So you see CD Projekt Red's Twitter, and I don't see it, but I just read the comments and stuff on some of these publishers, uh, some of these uh, journalists or whatever, the same people that were cussing them for having it out late, same people that's cussing them for be it broken when it yep. comes out it's like guys calm down but this is a like you said a lesson so this is the same similar to you know so we talked about why and it um you know part of it is hey now you have a deadline because you're not just working for yourself anymore you're working to got to appease investors and all this two and this is a big deal for developers that a lot of people don't think about i don't know exactly how big cd project res was when it uh, did witcher 3 uh, it's not as big as it what is now and it's a huge change, my understanding, for developers. Same thing that happened to Bungie is when you start having a massive team that you have to manage now. And it's a lot harder to get things the way that you want them. You can't micromanage everything, right? So you can't uh, you keep well, up with everybody. you got to trust them and so on. But I, I can tell it's a different you, way to manage you, it. Yeah, I can tell you that from a project management experience. You know, when you're managing a small project, it's easy because you can keep your eyes and hands on everything. You know, because at the end of the day, when you're doing, when you're building a game, you have a single person that you have to answer to, a single person directing it. Somebody's a lead director on it. Somebody's a lead 
producer. Somebody is the the person, and they're the ones catching all the heat from the investors, or AKA what we call in project management stakeholders. And I know because I'm managing a very large project now. And don't get me wrong, I'm having I'm enjoying managing this project, but it's tough. It is tough because you don't always know. And I like I use this. You, you don't know your left hand from your right hand. You know that's a that that's how big things can get. And when you're having a large team like probably probably what CG Project Red has grown into, they don't know what the left hand's doing from the right hand because they just don't have that. They're going to have disconnects and they're going to end up working in silos because it's just too big. And that's what happens when you get too big. You work in silos, and it's not something you plan to do it just happens and that's where you have to figure out how to work around that and it's just so hard when you're given deadlines from outside people that don't understand what you're doing because you got to think about it with these investors here they're people like you and me i mean literally because when you go public anybody can buy it and when they see oh cd project red they're the people that made witcher 3 and look how big it's gotten yeah let's invest in that you know i mean heck i would throw money at that because that was a great it's a great you know, entity that they've created, you know, and so why not throw money at them for that? And so now you got these people that don't quite understand game development phases and they're the ones pushing saying, Hey, we need this out. We need to make a return on our investment. So, yeah. And so I, I know they're going to come back. Uh, well, I say that and Bungie, you could argue is kind of come back with destiny too. I mean, regardless of their business model, but the game itself, I think, and I hadn't seen it in forever. Well, they, I got a guy that plays it at work. He's clearly giving it a thumbs down, but he hadn't played it in what two years? I hadn't played it in about a year now. Yeah, so uh, it's compared it's, to Destiny One and compared to when Destiny Two first came out, same type of problems in terms not glitches, but same type of money grab. Uh, and now it's you know they're they're at least being able to take their time and do it the way they want to do it. But the point is, I would like to say with 100% confidence that CD Projekt Red is going to get it together. I can't say that. But if anybody can do it, CD Projekt Red can. So hopefully they'll restore their uh, credibility and integrity. But it just seems every time a company, not even, it's not unique to video games, but every time a company goes public, it just seems to go down the toilet, man. I mean, but it's but a quick the, money graph for whoever's <laughs> selling it. It happened to Bethesda on a few games. I mean, it, it happens. It, it's just, I mean, and I... I yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, it's just when, when you have that quick money grab from investors that don't know what's going on, it's it it ruins a gaming company. But when you lose control of your company, that's exactly. the main part. You know, you gotta you, you have a even if you have the majority share, you still have to answer. When you have to uh, answer to someone else or some or some ones else, you know, multiple someones, then that's when you have that problem because you have multiple people saying, I want this, and they don't know how to get to that. So, Well, um, that's about all we can say about it. Uh, you know, it's not anything new, just the kind of our perspective on it. And uh, But so far, man, I really say I am enjoying the game. I look forward to the future of this game. Um, and I hope they treat it like they did Witcher 3 with the, the significant DLCs. Uh, I think they had two or three for Witcher 3 that were pretty large in scope and actually even even what you could do. Uh, so hopefully they'll keep baby in this game and get it right. And uh, I just I, the main thing is the dishonesty with the PS4. It's just blatantly what it is. And there's more to it than what we said here. Just go read about it. But 
you know, you don't say it's for PS4. Just if you'd have just done that, yeah, it would have been if, fine. If they would have done that, then a lot of these issues would be a would be a mute, moot point at this because then people are pro- trying to play a game that's not designed for that console. I mean, yeah. that's all it is. You you market it as a PS4, Xbox, primarily, one game, you know, PS4, and primarily, and Xbox. yeah, and then you find out after it's released that oh yeah by the way they were the last ones we did try to do any bug fixes on and we didn't even get to that so i mean yeah, that, that just shows you that's lose bad. trust lose trust that's of the, the people and think it's going to be okay and you'll still make money but you could have made more you could have made but a anyway. lot more i mean especially <laughs> so, they're going to be losing money because i mean with the whole sony thing of them refunding all of that that's going to come back to bite cd project red yeah so well, anyway, uh, fun uh, little discussion there on CD Projekt Red and Cyberpunk 2077. Check us out on Facebook.com slash EXP. Join our gaming lounge. Check us out on Rumble. Check us out on YouTube. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, we are there, most likely. So, uh, anyway, appreciate you guys uh, hanging in there, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Take care, everybody.